0: What up, what up? Oh, Uh-oh. oh right. shit.
1: You're all right. You're all right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I can edit this, so We good.
0: Nah, keep everything. We keep everything. Oh, We're keep
1: we keeping everything. Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, we good. Yeah.
1: Okay. What up? What up? I am John, aka Seldom Seen, and this is the John Muhammad Podcast Show. And today my guest is a brother out of los angeles california now i got an opportunity to meet this brother when i was in la with the fist coalition and got a chance to talk to him and this brother kicked nothing but wisdom knowledge and understanding about the music industry so i decided then i need to get this brother on the show um if you're not familiar with his music you can go on band cap you'll see uh albums like uh double homicide shot for shot uh Ain't Easy, Dance on My Grave, Good With That, Me, Myself, and I, Lights and Shadows, and much, much more. Very big catalog. Um, This brother has done catalog. This brother has done collaborations with uh, casts like RazzCast, and uh, Master Ace, and Mad Child, and all kind of artists and producers. So uh, without further ado, all my fans and followers, show love for we got pause one in the building. What up, my brother? What up? How are we doing today, man?
0: I'm good. Like I said, I, I lost track of time for a bit. So I was I was doing a little workout and then I was like, oh shit, I gotta download Zoom. I gotta I gotta yeah. hurry up and uh and get this together. But All I appreciate right. you having me on.
1: I appreciate you coming on, brother. This is uh this is this is a nice one, man. Uh like I said, once I heard you speak. And started giving a little wisdom about the game. I said, yeah, he, he'll, he'll be a solid cat to have on, man. And, you know, I try to get a, the, the audience some 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 things to learn from. So, you know, if they ain't going to learn nothing. Then it's kind of defeats the purpose. So. Um, so let's take it back some. Um, and let's talk about the beginning of your career. Some of the people who had a hand in getting your career. From where's where you started to where you're at today, and kind of just uh, paint us a little bit of a picture of how you got started.
0: Uh, one, of the, one of the stories I've rarely told was, uh, and I'll share it with you um, is because uh, I had been you know in and out of the system as a kid, the juvenile system being locked up at you know 13, 14, 15 years old. And then, moving into the adult system, because pretty much once they got you, they got you right so
1: yeah,
0: uh, I was in a county jail, and uh I was in l a county jail, and there was a guy there, Mexican dude that rap, and he had a deal he had a he had a record deal, and he had he' was done some ghostwriting for some people, and there was another artist in there, a black dude uh, yeah. and he worked with uh at the time I think he was working with Nocturnal, who was working with dre
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, when I was in there, I was, I was really trying to like sponge up as much information as I could learn as much as I could. And, uh, you know, so you bang on the bunks and do the whole thing with the pencils and freestyle you rap and kick whatever verses, you know, or whatever. you basically become the radio because there's no radio. So if you know this song or that song, or you got a little verse of your own or whatever. But I wanted to go beyond that. So I was trying to learn like, okay, this dude's got a deal ghostwriting for people. He makes a thousand a song. Shit, I'd like to do that. So I don't have to end up back in here. Uh, But what I did notice was the one dude didn't want to share any information with me and the other dude was an open book. Like there there wasn't really anything that he wouldn't say. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with the the ethnicity or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. it kind of showed me like, all right, well, there's certain people that want you to win and certain people that don't because they don't. maybe they don't perceive you as a threat or maybe yeah. they realize like, yo, if I help this dude, he won't be back in here and shit, neither will I. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the dude's name was Yikes. Uh, he was the dude that was working with Nocturnal and anything I asked him, he would just kind of just give me game. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. well, what does this mean? What is, what is like publishing? Like, what is that? What is this? And mm-hmm. he pretty much told me as much as he knew up to that point. Uh, The other dude was was a little more leery, maybe because he felt like I would probably move into his territory and take from from his take food out of his mouth or whatever. But that's when I that's when I realized, like, OK, there's some people that want you to win. There's some people that don't. Yeah. And I was a, a. That was a big, you know, turning point where I was like, okay, so it doesn't matter. They could look like me and they could be from where I'm from, but they still won't help me. Mm -hmm. Um, I started doing, uh, I was freestyling, you know, way back in the day. It was just, you know, freestyling with the crew or whatever, drinking, smoking, whatever. But um, we are doing graffiti and then being the MC that's in the crew, you pretty much present the crew when you go to parties or this or that. So if the other crew's guys on the mic, you got to get on the mic, hold it down, you know, real like old school, uh it was it was really dope at the time and then from there you know it just evolved and uh turned into battling but really i i set out to write shit i always wanted to write so uh but i ended up getting stuck doing the battling because my boy izzy uh i linked up with him and he had a label called israel records and he was telling me like hey you know you could win money doing this like you're doing it for free you know you could win money doing this so i was like no nah, i'm not i'm not gonna sign up and um but he signed me up. He's like, well, it's too late because next weekend we're going here and I signed you up. Yeah. And this is back when they were doing a battles. It was pretty much like, you know, pick a name out of a hat. Okay, now right. it's you versus her. Right. And you might battle over uh, Gangstar Instrumental. You might battle over a Too Short Instrumental. Yeah. Really, it was just, you know, on the spot, spontaneous, gladiator, last man standing shit.
1: Right.
0: And it sharpened, it sharpened everything. It kind of molded a little bit. But in the end, it still wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to write music. I wanted to, you know, I wanted, like, growing up listening to Marvin Gaye and different other people that had, like, messages. I was like, yo, I, I want to say something. Right. And telling people that they're whack and how dope I am and all that, I mean, it gets old after a while. Right. And I don't know how how inspiring that is to hear all the time. But <clears throat> anyway, from there, uh, I got locked up. And right around the time I got locked up, I had I had barely, I got a taste of you know what it might potentially be because a guy who was working with the UFC asked me to do a song for uh, his documentary on a it was an MMA documentary, okay. and I was gonna, I was gonna write an exclusive song, do a licensing deal, like pretty much like some real rapper shit. Okay. And shit, I was in handcuffs like a couple of days later. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, Izzy came to visit me, and it was it was almost like one of those movie moments where you're behind the glass, and then they come to see you, and you're just like, fuck. Like I was this close, you know. Right. right. Um, got out and they told me, hey, look, you can get back into the battling shit, but it's kind of morphed into this uh, Shakespearean, you know, he, they showed me a video and I was like, where's the beats? Oh, they don't use beats no more. Where's the mic? Oh, they don't use a mic. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. It's, you know, these guys already knew who they were battling. I just felt like it was a little too, uh, it just wasn't for me. So I dove into writing, and I had obviously wrote a bunch of shit being locked up. Right. And um, coincidentally, uh, I don't know if it was uh, it's kind of serendipitous, I was locked up, and one day I was looking out the window, little tiny window or whatever, looked out into the yard, and I recognized somebody, and I was like, oh, shit, he looks familiar. Mm-hmm. I saw the side of his face, and then I saw him turn and talk to somebody, and I was like, that's fucking Razzcat. Mm. So I'm trying to explain to my cellmate, who's a full-blown gang member, head to toe tattooed. You know, uh, prison is his career, right? right. But he's a he really a good dude. And I yeah. explained to him. He knew I rapped. I explained to him. I was like, I was excited. Like I, I had shown. Like oh shit. Right. And uh, he's like, what? And I was like, that dude down there. Like he's he's a somebody, you know. And he's like, oh, he looked and he's like, which one? And I was like, the sh- the short dude, that guy. Right. And he's like, well, who is he? And I was off the top. I was like, this guy, there's no fucking way he's going to know any of Raz's music. So I was like, "Uh, he's one of Dr. Dre's favorite rappers. And he's Mm. like, really? Which one? And I showed him. And I was like, look, I know there's the race thing and all that. Obviously, I said, but I still got to talk to him. So. And that was a whole nother experience in itself because it's segregated, obviously. And there's a yellow line painted in the yard And one day. I was out there when he was out there. Luckily, a friend from one of my old graffiti cruisers on the R2, and he was a fan of Raz, Mm -hmm. a wolf fan and everything, but he had became a full-fledged gang member too. So I was like, bro, I'm going to go talk to him. And he's like, I got you. Shit kicks off, like, I got you. Meaning, you know, if if something were to be said from our side, you know, Mm -hmm. the Mexican side, Hispanic side, if I were to be, you know, uh, disciplined, he -hmm. would back, you know, basically. We say like nah you know and i i said fuck it. i took a chance and raz was there with a couple of dudes and mm-hmm. i stepped over that yellow line you know mm-hmm. uh, literally figuratively stepped over and I, I was like yo bro i just want to say what up i'm a fan i yeah. do my thing too you know mm-hmm. when you get a chance i'll show you something and then from there he pretty much uh we ended up in the same building and mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to him, you know, to really, really talk to him. And I asked him, one of the first questions I asked him was like, how do I go about hiring a publicist? And uh, I think from that, he kind of realized like, okay, this dude it doesn't want me to just introduce him to Dre. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to get a verse from Snoop. He's not trying to get signed right away. Like he's trying to figure shit out. Right. So from there, we go to a, a rapport. We were, you know, letting each other borrow CDs and shit like that and books and, and, Communicating as much as we could, and he was giving me as much game as he could. Yeah. I got out, he got out first. I got out. We linked up again and then put out my first project. And then the second one. And, th- and then my first album was uh face the facts in 2014. From there, I realized with the sound that I had, the way that I looked, where I was from, I kind of factored everything in. And I f- I figured, you know what? I'm not going to be embraced by LA. So uh I took that album and I did my album release party in New York okay. and uh shout out to Bam Shadiq, um, Tragedy, gaddafi the homie Default. There was a, there was, you know, a little bit of East and West, uh, but I did my, my uh, album release there. And then right. I did a tour on the East coast. I mean, I did a tour on the, uh, I did a tour overseas okay. and just kind of planted seeds there. And then I came home and started doing stuff here. But um, a lot of it was, doing as much research as i possibly could before i did anything and i think that it was a decision i made when i was in juvenile hall when i said i'm gonna do this because i'm tired of coming to jail like if i'm gonna rap let me treat it like a a college course so i would read every source every vibe every blaze every any magazine that would come through front to back back to front Mm -hmm. uh and just try to absorb as much information as i could get out and apply it you know okay. as best as possible so um that's pretty much up to you know that point where i dropped my first album
1: wow 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 yeah you ran into a heavyweight in <laughs> i mean yeah most of us don't have that at all you yeah. know we we don't get somebody like him until we need deep in the game and really trying to figure it out and you got him already uh showing you the ropes and telling you the right direction yeah, to go man so that's a blessing
0: my producer told me this one time because i was trying to figure out i was getting a little bit of uh you know you get a little bit of a uh, hate there's a little people were a little spiteful especially in the surrounding area and my boy told me he said look in order for them to get that they would have to have gone through what you went through to meet him mm-hmm. where you met him and not a lot of people would be willing to trade that uh, and uh and I never thought of it that way. Like, that wow. was, you know, how they say, you know, when they say success, you know, it's not a straight line, it's a squiggly yeah. line. You know, right. right. kind of what it was is if you were to say, hey, you want to take the squiggly way or the straight way, most people would take the direct line. Right. But yeah, it was, that was a blessing for sure.
1: Wow. 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 That's what's up. I'm going to bounce around a little bit uh, with my questions and things of that nature. Um. <clears throat> so forgive me if I, Go no, too good. far, too far to the left. Okay, so I'm listening to some of your music, right? Yeah. And I'm always listening for that one line, or that that you know whatever it is that just really s- sticks out at you. Now I'm gonna say the verse, and you tell me what song it came from, and uh, and then kind of break down. How you came with this verse and how you came with this whole entire song. But this one, so far, with what I've heard of your catalog, is definitely one of my favorites. You said something like, and if I get it wrong, correct me. uh, People shock when they hear what you did. But who cares about the world when you're a hero to your kids? What song did that come from?
0: That's from uh ain't easy. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I wrote that I wrote that after my boy passed away. Um, okay. Because I didn't want to do uh I didn't want to do a sad, you know, uh I, I wanted his daughter to hear it uh okay. and feel like inspired, like hey, you know, it ain't easy, but you know, um you, you hang in there, you know what I mean? Like uh right. It won't always be hard. It ain't easy, but it won't always be hard. And I wrote that line because um, at the time I had just got custody of my son. Okay. Uh, I had you know the whole thing with with uh, yeah. you know his mom and everything and going yeah. to court and child support and everything. Yeah. He was already 17 years old, but he had made a decision he wanted to move in with me, okay. and she couldn't she couldn't stop him basically. And yeah, yeah. um, he been with me, and I finally got him, you know, during the last stretch before he became 18. And he was here with me every day, and he wanted to be he wanted to be around me as much as possible. And you know, of course, I appreciated that. So, but I would catch myself like, you know, where you're not really feeling it, or uh, you know, think you get overcome by shit, and then I turn around and he's looking at, me. okay. So I'm like, shit, I I can't show him that I can't handle it. Right. Um, not to say that you know, I, I gotta always you know, but I wanted to I wanted him to see like. I, I am the hero. I'm going to try to be the hero right. that you think I'm, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. right. So then I figured like I was doing things that some people were like, well, why are you doing that? Or, you know, people might say this and, and, uh, well, you know, so-and-so didn't do it that way. And, and I just, I was like, I don't fucking care because he's right here and it's inspiring him because he's making beats. Those are his guitars. Yep. So I'm gonna do it. And yep. that's where that line came from. Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah, that one, that one uh stuck out to me, man. I was already into the song because I like the vibe of it and uh where it was going. And then when you said that, that just made me think about my own kids and those times where you get that look from them like like you Superman or Batman yeah. or something. And they right. uh, they 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 you know how they how they interact with you when you come in the house, maybe on one of them nights where it's storming. And then all of a sudden dad comes in the house and they know, you know, every, everything's okay now. Yeah. Yep. So exactly. that that verse, that verse, uh, that verse pulled me in, man. So uh, uh, great, great work, bro. Great work. So let's talk okay. about um, uh, your song process uh, of writing. Uh, how does that work for you? Are you the type who uh, you need to hear the beat first and then the, the lyrics come to you or are you the type who just write lyrics and then uh, you kind of fit them to uh, songs. Uh, how does that work for you?
0: I try to do it like, however it comes like, uh, you know, if I think of a line and it doesn't, it doesn't fit a particular structure, like, you know, 85 PPMs, 92, whatever it is. Sometimes that doesn't matter yet. Like, I don't really care. I'll just think of a line and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna say that. I might write it down, put it in my phone, whatever and I'll stash them in a book or they'll be on my phone or whatever. Sometimes uh, I'll get a batch of beats, I'll run through them and I might just write something completely fresh top to bottom or I might, you know, go through the books with a beat. So it just, it kind of varies. I used to wonder the same thing. You know, we're all kind of curious about people's process and I used to read about, you know, rock bands, uh, hip hop artists, country artists, like how do they write? Where does it come from? Because I wanted to see, am am I doing it? Can I try a different approach? Because everybody's come across writer's block, mm-hmm. and uh, I would do these puzzles. One of the little puzzles that I would do was coming from graffiti. Like you know, you, you cruise three letters, so it's got to mean something, right? Yeah. Uh, so MGM is like money, guns, and muscle. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Mad Graph Masters. There's there's all kinds of them. So whenever um, I would I would have writer's block, sometimes I would just go go through the dictionary, pick three random letters, and then just think of three random words and what sounded cool. Hmm. Wouldn't really keep, you know, a majority of it, but it would usually spark something where I could start writing. So, Get you um, going. Right. yeah. And, you know, there's always the, the the cypher thing, but, or being in the studio with four or five people and somebody reads you their verse and then now you're hyped to finish yours. Or, right. So it always varies, it always varies. Right, right,
1: wow. Okay. Um <clears throat> Another song I found, um, the beat caught me. And then uh, I think you had uh, a cat named Mike, Mike Myers, Michael Myers on there. I believe it was him. Um, and you came on there and both of y'all were spitting. That song was hard as hell, but it was called um, Take Your Pick. Oh, uh, what
0: a gun, what a knife, what a Yeah, chance, huh?
1: yeah, yeah. That, that was hard uh no,
0: That's actually tell me Mike's about team. that
1: song how y'all how did y'all put that together was it a long distance thing where you know uh he sent you the beat or whatever whatever y'all write to it record it or were y'all able to get in the studio together and put that together
0: so quick backstory on mike michael myers is a legend you know yeah. west coast legend hip-hop legend done stuff with you know Freddie fox chuck d a bunch of people mm-hmm. um okay. he was on the wake-up show um out here in LA so when I was when I was coming up that's what I would listen to to hear uh all these you know all these people you know the everybody from east to west wherever midwest you know uh juice was on there a lot of Eminem everybody and okay. uh Mike was on there and he became a, um, a regular okay. and as time went by whatever I, I grew into my shit we kept seeing each other at shows and he's like yo I keep seeing you what do you do and I was like oh you know I am this and that but I didn't want to approach him on some like, uh, yo, we got to do something. So right. time went by and we ended up linking up. We did one song. Then mm-hmm. we did another. And then I was like, hey, recently, I was like, hey, you know, how do you feel about doing a project? Because the chemistry, people like the combination. Right. And he, mm-hmm. you know, he told me, he's like, hey, honestly, like, uh, I'm working on my doctorate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's pretty fucking cool, right? Right. Uh, so pretty soon he's going to be Dr. Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Um. So he was like, rap is is not even second, like my, you know my kids and and I was like, he's like, "But I'm down uh, yeah. so i try to I try to make the process as easy as possible, uh, working yeah. within them, and um send each other beats and he actually made that beat, so when he sent it to me, I was listening to it, and uh rapping about murder shit, of course, but I was like, like, How do we do that without doing it the same way??" Mm-hmm. And and I had that. I actually wrote that line. Uh, there's a thousand ways to kill them, Fuck it. I'm not naming them. Move back. Use them my hands. I'll just strangle them. Strangling. Right, right, right. I had right. the line. Right. And I was like, okay, let me turn right. that into a concept. And then the concept was pretty much I'll kill you with anything. So I was like, okay, with a gun, obviously, baseball bat, chainsaw, blowtorch. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, no, na 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 na. I came up with the hook. Uh. And then, you know, anyone choose one, he filled it in. I did my verse, he did his. And I try to inject some, some humor into it too. So it wasn't just, uh, rah, 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 rah. You know, you get a lot right. of those, um, uh, and, and don't get me wrong. It's dope, but I don't feel like every single song should be that. So, like I said, uh, uh, you could be my Guinea pig chopped body of a midget in my mini fridge. Right. Uh, right. just to add, you know, a little bit of uh, humor into it, but, right. um, uh, that song was was real fun and um so yeah that's that's how that came about pretty much but everything was was done you know long distance we did do a couple songs together in the studio finally towards the end
1: okay wow 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 dope dope yeah that one that one stuck, and it was the beat that caught me i was just like man i needed that beat (laughs) (laughs) i like that was fire right right there
0: he's uh he's he's got a lot of dope beats he's actually had beats on uh a lot of TV shows, a lot of movies. Really? Like he's done a lot of licensing. Yeah, real dope producer.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Well, he he getting that that publishing money.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's yeah. another dude. That's that's a uh, that's uh, one of my mentors. Like my OGs that pretty much has given me a lot of game, and you okay. know, so it's been a blessing too. And him him and Raz are both from Carson.
1: Oh wow, wow, dope, dope. That's what's up. So okay. What are some of the attributes a person needs to become successful in this business?
0: Uh, In my opinion, well, first of all, people got to define success because you always hear, uh, you know, oh, you're never going to make it or so-and-so made it or how do we make it or whatever. But Mm -hmm. what is make, uh, Mm -hmm. everybody's got their own definition. And, um, you know, if you use uh, football as an analogy, You know, some players uh, getting drafted is is making it. They can get drafted and that's it. And and never play a game or or play one or two games and they made it in their mind. Uh, Then you got other players that are like, yo, I want to win a ring with my hometown team. Very specific um, within this amount of years. So Mm -hmm. success is going to vary on the individual. And, uh, but, but you know, you got to be in this industry because people forget hip hop is like very small branch of the bigger entertainment industry Mm -hmm. and uh a lot of the people that look more successful are entertainers okay and and the reason for that is because their job is to make things look a certain way to entertain so they'll make themselves appear successful Mm -hmm. um and we see a lot of that but uh for individual, like, you know, indie artists, like, if you want to make a living off of this, like you said, licensing, publishing, uh, merch, uh, you know, your your digital royalties, um, tours, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things. But this game is ruthless from the little hip-hop branch to the huge entertainment tree. Very, very cutthroat. Wow. And uh, the, the sooner you accept that, the better off you'll be, you know? Right. And um, instead of thinking like, instead of thinking hip hop, like that's my religion and you know, the the, the elements and and the culture and you know, that's great, but remember, it's a very small piece of the larger picture. So it just depends on the person. To be successful in hip hop, it depends on uh, what people define uh, as success, but thick skin. So to answer the question, it's a ruthless game. Got to have thick skin. Got to be uh, persistent. You know, All be right. able to take the hits. Be able to take the hits. Keep going.
1: Right. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. That's good stuff. Okay. Uh, is this music industry because of the internet? Is it a good game to get into, or is it becoming watered down with a lot of artists that really don't belong in it?
0: Um, that's one of the, uh, that's one of the things that's always debated. You know, you see the memes all the time and all that, but it's pretty much well established. Like anytime, uh, shit changes where somebody put it to me like this. They said, look, remember when we wanted to be on TV? Well, now you have your own TV station. It's in your hand You're on it right now. You control everything. Yeah. And everything you do is a commercial for your product or whatever it is. And um, when you look at it that way, you're like, oh, shit, okay. Uh, If that gets into the hands of somebody who doesn't give a shit about hip hop, the culture, et cetera, and they just want to rap and be popular, Mm -hmm. then yeah, most definitely. Because especially if they have a budget, that's another thing, too. If you get somebody who's doing this to be popular and Mm -hmm. using it as a stepping stone to move into acting or Mm -hmm. move into becoming, you know, in the fact going to the fashion industry or whatever. Mm -hmm if they run into somebody with money who sees potential in their look or their sound, their style, whatever it is they have, and they start pumping money into ads and things like that uh, inflating their numbers, it's definitely going to overshadow everybody. You know, you're going to see more of that. Um, But I feel like nothing will ever, ever substitute the human connection. Um, I mean, even now think about it, like, you know, as with 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 covid like there's some people you're willing to risk getting sick to go see or Mm -hmm. you know they're sicker than you you're willing to you know go out and take them something like you're the human connection can never be taken away that's why they say like you can't download a shirt or a hat you can't Mm -hmm. download the experience of being at a show where you know this guy brought out that guy who used to have beef with and then they do a cover of this song and yeah, it might be on the internet and you might be able to find it on TikTok, but you weren't there. And yeah. there might be some shit that wasn't filmed and you can't download that. You can't yeah. you can't synthesize that. So right. I don't want to, I don't want to say the typical, you know, yes, watered down, it is. But how do you maneuver through that? You know, um, it does get frustrating. You know, I've I got the slogan everyone raps now. I've had that for like, you know, 15, 20 years. Um, but really you know i try not to stay in that mood because when i create from that mood it's basically a lot of the same you know just angry you know fuck everybody and i don't mind going there but Mm -hmm. i want to write stuff that you know makes people change you know their perspective or whatever anyway but yeah to answer your question it is it is flooded but there's there's ways through it
1: wow wow real tall real tall good work um Okay, I'm gonna change it a little bit, switch it up a little bit. Uh, we'll do this one's a little bit more gossip. <laughs> Maybe you've that's seen that's
0: it that's
1: All right. <laughs> Maybe you've seen it. I'm not sure, but there's a band called Brass Against. They had a show. I don't know. it must have been a week or a couple of weeks ago. They have a lead vocalist named Sophia. And uh, during the show, she had a fan to come up on stage. This fan laid out on the floor, and she pulled down her pants and pissed on him. I don't know if you've seen that. It was all Plain over. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's up there. I did, I'm going to learn how to really work this day, <laughs> because I wanted to play it for you, just in case you hadn't seen it.
0: I haven't seen it. I haven't even heard about it. Oh man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you when we when when, when we get off of here. But yeah, <laughs> she took a piss on him, man, and of course he was happy and he was, you know, he jumped up and spit urine into the crowd and of oh, course oh,
0: so, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. so he took it a step further and and started spitting it into the crowd. Yeah. This, was,
1: this wasn't something that he didn't want to happen. I guess either he knew about it or he was just so okay with it. But yeah. of course, it was all on the internet the next day. And of course, I do understand sex, drugs, rock and roll. This is kind of the game that we've chosen. But uh, is this acceptable? Is this, is, is this type of behavior okay? Or uh, how would you look at something like that?
0: Uh, I would say like something like that. If you if you went to the show and you heard about the band, then you would kind of you know it comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, but then again, that's kind of what it's for. It's there to shock people and to be talked about things like mm-hmm. that. Be provocative. So I get it. Uh, I think the shit is hilarious. I think it's gross. <laughs> like, I, think, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. And,
1: um, yeah. Somebody well, would got swung on if that was me. <laughs> yeah,
0: and see, it, it, it's funny because in hip-hop, like, there's a video, I'm sure you've seen it, where uh, Sean P is on stage. He's performing. A fan breaks through security, climbs on stage, runs up there, and he just wants to, like, be on stage with, with Sean Price. Right. And he's up there, and then he got, you know, he got close to him, mm-hmm. and Sean P laid him out. Oh, oh. oh And yeah. he apologized later and was like, But he said, yo, I'm, you know, I'm from, I'm from Brooklyn. Like I saw the dude running out the corner of my eye. Like, what am I supposed to do? So hip hop, totally different animal. But um, even the fan was okay with it. Like he's like, yo, I got hit by Sean Price. Uh, But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's gross. It's weird, but comes with the territory. If you know, you're going to see that band and and they do shit like that. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. 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 I'll send it. (laughs) <laughs> i'll definitely send that to you man i thought you probably seen it but i was like you know it was everywhere but uh yeah i'll send that to you <laughs> so okay um well let's talk a little bit about the coronavirus i told you i just recently uh had it and it was uh it was a rough uh definitely the first three to four days it was it was it was no joke and then uh after that started getting a little bit better but you had your days where you're good and you're bad and you're good and you're bad how do you stay safe and how do you uh, if something happens and you do get sick how do you how, how do you keep your kids and some of the most important people around you from getting sick trying to uh, basically uh, quarantine
0: so when I had it um, I was doing I was still doing events because that's how I had money coming in so um, I was taking precautions, I, I, got a little, I got a little sloppy and um, I was doing events at the same place and I was good uh, up until I wasn't. When I got it, um, my girl was already vaccinated and uh, my son had just moved in with me. So I didn't wanna get them sick, nobody in the house, obviously. Uh, she had to go stay with her dad for the two weeks. So I went, I took my test, I, I quarantined. Um, my son was in the house, uh, cause he had just moved in. So he, he still stayed here, but, uh, stayed in the room mainly. But, uh, if I did had to go, you know, if I had to go in the kitchen, I would get, uh, I would take the spray. I had to spray, spray every you know refrigerator <coughs> handle, everything, wipe every surface, uh, stay far away from him. Wouldn't really touch anything. Uh, he touched, you know, just do, do as best as I could. Right. And, um, I took all the steps. He didn't get it. He he never got sick. Um, And then, you know, I got over it. And after that, um, went back to taking all the the right steps. I actually had a tour planned when I got it. I wasn't able to go. Um, And then not too long after I uh, got over it, I had the second leg of the tour. And when I went on that tour, I had a whole box of uh, sanitizers, masks, and all that. And um, luckily, I didn't catch it there. Nobody caught it um so yeah it is real you know there's there's a lot a whole it's a whole nother conversation but Mm -hmm. people got to definitely watch out take care of themselves i think some of it is overblown you know some of the information is fear sells you know
1: right true that very true very true yeah fear does sell um okay which artists influenced you the most throughout your career that helped you uh, patent the sound that we hear today from you?
0: That's a tough one. I think um, I think the reason why it's hard to pin it down is because um, I had went to a, a, a meeting once when I was like first starting out. A friend of mine worked for a promotional team. They used to do marketing for like loud records and they had Wu-Tang and Mob Deep and everybody. And I was right. a fly on the wall and I heard an artist come in and he said, uh, you know, I don't listen to too much stuff because I don't want to sound like what's out
1: okay
0: um but it's impossible to not listen um so but just being a fan of certain people um ice cube scarface mm-hmm. um Nas, mm-hmm. uh raz um you know these are people Pac, uh these are biggie these are people that like uh big l like these are people pun these are people like you know it's, it's a it's a wide variety. Right. I didn't necessarily want to take pieces from each one of them and then, you know, try to create myself, but it was just like, I really like how technical he is, or right. I really like how clever he is, or right. he always says some super real shit. Right. And I just wanted to be all of those things and not necessarily mimic each individual, one of them, but just like, if I could somehow do that, you know, hit on any of these i'll be good like as i'll be happy with my with what i'm doing as long as i can touch on certain shit so so those are some of the people like cube you know biggie Pac, scarface uh you know uh nas uh eminem cannabis uh rock cam like there's a lot of them you know so i can't really attribute it to one individual person cool g raps nothing
1: yeah 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 so your top five MCs, if if you can give me five which i know is hard i know it's hard i'm already here where you're going but if you can give me five say if you was locked up uh you got a year to do you only get five cassettes what how about this?
0: how about this how about somebody give me a name of somebody that always pops up in the top five and i'll tell you if they make it in mine because there's some no. people that don't.
1: Okay, uh, Nas.
0: Yeah, he's in there, yeah. Okay. But like somebody that, like Black Thought. Yeah. Black Thought, like no no question, top five. He's probably number five, but he's top five right. for me. Right, right. Like, it's, um, und- it's undeniable, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yep. I'd agree. I definitely agree. Um. Kuju rap,
0: yeah. Oh, uh, is he in my top five? Nah,
1: that's a tough one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And you know what's crazy is when you get into it, you start thinking like somebody broke it down, and they're like, "Well, top five by era,
1: mm-hmm. top five yeah. by
0: album." You know, because yeah. it, it, it's hard, bro. It's, it's really a hard, hard.
1: It's a hard question. It ain't easy, but yeah, I I like to play with people a little bit with it because it's just. So some they really go off the map with it and tell yeah. me about some MCs that I hadn't even thought of. So um let's see. Uh slick rick.
0: Uh, and, and it's sat no, but it it that's a hard one too, because like right. So so much style. So yep. much style.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. no. No.
0: Okay. Okay. All
1: right. I uh let me get let me get let me see if I can get one more out of you. Uh I'm gonna go. Ice T. <laughs> it's a hard one. Bro. You, you don't really hear his name like that, no, but
0: no, you don't. I'd be like,
1: oh, no. but when it came to that gangster talk, man, he oh, yeah. he was that dude, man.
0: I it's Q over Q. over Ice T to me. Okay. Yeah.
1: Right, right, right. I would say that, too. I always said that with Ice Cube, to me, he wrote the greatest hook ever in hip hop. And to me, that was the boys in the hood are always hard. You come talking that trash, and we'll pull your car. There ain't nothing in life but to be legit. But don't quote me, boy, because I ain't said shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that that verse was just like yeah that's that's a that's a boy in the hood right there that's that's exactly how we move with that one so but yeah that's dope bro that's real dope so okay we'll switch it up a little bit and then uh i'll 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 uh I'll uh we'll wrap this thing up uh president biden what kind of job is he doing is it a good job a fair job uh do we need his behind whipped and, and thrown up out of office? What's your opinion on that?
0: Um, I say fuck all of them, first of all, but um, it's a tough job. Uh, a friend of mine made a good point earlier. Uh, he, said, he said he heard a comedian say uh, it's hard not to believe in conspiracy theory. You, okay. you don't think the government lies at all. He said they're in charge of all of us. Mm -hmm. I'm in charge of one person and I lie to that person every day. Mm. And I was like, yeah, Mm. but as far as, as far as the job that he's doing, it's really hard to say because you got to think like you're inheriting a lot of bullshit, you know, like, uh, you know, like imagine if anybody else, uh, were to take that job, if magically you or I or whoever were to be like, all right, you're in, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of stuff that was enacted before you were even an idea to become president mm-hmm. and for you to fight, to turn it around into four years or whatever it is you have, yeah. it's going to be really hard to reverse that and turn it into what you want. And then by the time you do that, you're out. And then the guy might re reverse. it, mm-hmm. And it's going to be yeah. that way, like yeah. pretty much to the end. And uh, right. so it's hard for me to say, I don't keep up too, too much. A lot of this shit just irritates me anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. So yeah, I guess tough. that's my take on that.
1: Right, right, yeah. right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, before I let you go, um <clears throat> I always try to keep up on some of the uh things that people post and uh I've seen that you lost a loved one uh recently and uh I want you to talk a little bit about him if you can. Um and then just give us some information on how we can help and donate and things of that nature. Uh,
0: his name was Juan, he uh, was a good kid. So um, I was dating his mom about, about 10 years ago and I think he was about 10 or 11. And uh, I had been in his shoes, you know, uh, stepdads or, or, you know, my mom was dating other guys after my dad or whatever. And when you're at that age or whatever, you, uh, you're you kind of like screaming out for like some type of male role model interaction, anything, anything, Yeah. positive or negative. You just want to be acknowledged by, you know, uh, a man, your father figure or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not saying that, that this is exactly how he felt, but I being in his shoes, if I, if I was him, I was like, okay, I've been him in the living room, playing video games, or whatever. And like, you know, trying to ask questions and, and talk about things and like either getting shut down or, you know, having somebody open up to me and give me guidance right. and I would talk to him. And, you know, after a while it, it got to the point where he's like, oh yeah, look, I just got this. And, you know, he would talk to me about things when I would come and go and I would mm-hmm. give him my attention and, and talk to him. And um, after that, we stopped dating, time went by, watching him grow up on Instagram. Uh, he ended up having his own daughter. She's three. And, uh, but, you know, a few years ago, he hit me up and he was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting into the music stuff. You know, if you got time. Can you check some stuff out? Give me some feedback. I'm right. not asking for anything, whatever. And I was like, yeah, of course. So he would send me SoundCloud links and I'll give him feedback. Like, hey, look, you know, it kind of sounds like you're reading it off of paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe try to memorize it and, and then record it or whatever. I was just giving him feedback. Yeah. And then, uh, the other day I was, I was on Instagram and I saw, saw a post and looked like him. And I scrolled back. And I, I messaged the dude and it was one of his friends posted it. He got killed on, on Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. So uh, story story that I heard was cause his dad wasn't really that active in his life to my understanding. And, uh, He was gang affiliated and things like that. So I guess on the day, on Thanksgiving day, his dad got into, uh, he got jumped by somebody and uh, he was, his son was called and his uncle was called to go to the house or whatever. He went down there and I'm not sure if it was the same guys, but somebody came by and they pretty much shot up the house (sighs) and, uh, and he got hit. So he was, he was killed. The other ones were wounded, but he, he died. He lost his life and, you know, yeah. To me, it was it was it was uh it was obviously you know shit makes you sad, but yeah, it made me real mad. Oh yeah. Like it was it was different from like you know somebody uh somebody that I know who's you know an active gang member or in a certain, you know, doing certain shit, and then yeah. it, it finally catches up to him. That's one thing because we're we're grown men. Yeah. It's in his early 20s, young dad wasn't into none of the gang shit, none of the drug shit. uh yeah. And just to know that like, just gone. And then to have a daughter and, and then to top it off, to not have money to, to bury him properly, you know? Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, it's all too common. And um, so I I can donate what I got, but calling out to people that support me, I'm like, hey, look, you know, you guys can donate directly or, you know, if you want to trade, uh, I got shirts, CDs, vinyls, tapes, uh, whatever. Give me, give me whatever you can for this. For this hat, whatever, so All I right. can take that and give it to them. Okay. And uh, some people, some people have um, given what they can, and, and it's tough times. It's holidays. Yeah. Shit is you know, inflated, uh, but people have have looked out. They did a car wash for him today. Um, <laughs> on my Instagram, there's the link to donate, and uh, they're yeah. trying to they're trying to reach ten thousand which okay. is pretty much like kind of like the bare minimum. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so they're, they're trying for that. So I'm still taking, you know, donations I'm willing to trade if people want to buy something, any music, any merch. I was, I went as far as telling promoters and whoever, like, hey, you want to book me for a show? Mm-hmm. You know, if, you, if you're willing to give me the, the advance, I'll send it to them. Lock me in for a show, a verse, whatever, just to uh, help them reach that 10000 Oh, $10, oh
1: yeah. man, that's good. It's good work, man. I appreciate. it. I appreciate you opening up, bro. You don't have to, but uh, I appreciate that. And uh, we definitely, uh, I definitely take this segment of it and gonna push it out there, man, and see if y'all can reach that ten thousand. Do what we can to help, brother. Do what we can to help. So, yeah, it's it's it's, it's so much. It it got to the point for the especially the last couple of years, man. I was you know. I get a chance to talk to some young cats and and uh kick it with them and you try to give them a little wisdom knowledge and understanding about life and then the next thing you know you find out that they're they're gone you know Uh, i knew a young cat he was hanging out i guess he was sitting in the car talking to a young female and somebody came by and bullets ran out and he was gone man so it's a sad situation but uh uh I guess we just as OGs we know these young cats is you know they built for war and so we got to make sure we're out there giving them uh giving them uh some understanding you know you put that together the OGs with the young cats and I think we'll have uh uh, uh more control of the streets and uh and less people passing away just because uh somebody got angry or whatever that day. So, but yeah, uh, yeah. but I, I truly do appreciate it, man. I know it's not easy talking about it and, you know but if we don't talk about it, then uh, uh, you- this thing would just continue to uh, do what it's doing. And, uh, and we we we'll never get to no type of revolu- resolution on it. So, so truly do appreciate it brother. Uh, give us all your uh, information your uh social media uh i've seen some of your shirts and stuff uh some of your music i'm definitely gonna invest in some of that man and uh get some of my people to do it and uh try to see if we can get that ten thousand for them man so but give us your uh your info
0: the easiest way to find me is uh at p-a-w-z and the number one and that's uh twitter instagram pretty much all across the board and uh through there, you'll find links to uh, to my shop, links to donate, um, links to music, all the stuff that I got coming up in the coming year, and, and past releases and things like that. P A W Z the number one.
1: Okay, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Well, I appreciate you coming on, brother. I appreciate your time, and uh, we definitely got to do this again. Um, anytime you got anything you got coming out, new album, new whatever, merchandise, whatever, don't hesitate. And, uh, I got you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're a good dude, bro. Uh, continue to good work. And, uh, hopefully I'll see you soon. Uh, next time I come out to LA
0: or next time I'm out there, you come in here, bro. We'll do it. We'll link up.
1: Definitely. 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 I appreciate you, man. You stay up and, uh, and we'll, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Peace. All right, brother. Peace.